Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Uh, well, today is the second movie of our spooky spooktacular. Spooky spooktacular. It's October, <laughs> all October long. Yeah, yeah. Um, today we are talking about the Bill Murray classic, uh, Ghostbusters, nineteen eighty four. We all watched the right one, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good time to check. Yeah, right. Wouldn't that have been terrible? Uh-huh. <laughs> I know there's a new one, but I haven't seen it. And then after watching this one, I was like, well, maybe we should watch the new one. But then Sarah was like, when are we going to have time? (laughs) Right? We didn't really have time to do this. So. Mm -hmm. All right. uh, So we always tell everybody who's listening in, if you've never found a reason to watch Ghostbusters, make this your reason to do so. So you can follow us along for the conversation we're about to have. So it's currently, uh, I don't know where it, oh, it's streaming on Freeform right now if you have access to freeform Uh, but it's got all the commercials and i feel like it's probably edited for television so uh go find the movie and then watch it and then come back and join us for the conversation we'll give you a few minutes to go do that and you're back all right greatest of all time now we're all up to speed and of course um, we don't like to talk about these movies by ourselves mandy and i Mm -mm. uh, because we we know what each other think and we don't care anymore uh we're up to this will be episode 117 so holy shit look at that this is crazy but uh we always want to bring on someone else who can take sides and today we're very excited to have returning guest uh lansing area comedian Ms. megan megan connington heath is with us everybody yay thanks for having me back yeah thank you we're so excited to have you back and i apologize you might also have my kids every once in a while in the background I'm All right, sorry. that's uh, yeah, that, that just adds more guests. The more, the merrier. We'll, I, we'll take I feel it. like in this world of Zoom and like online school and stuff, it's just something like everybody's used to. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I mean, but they are yelling at each other from the bathroom right now, so like, it just <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Well, it's either a disembodied voice. It works well for the ghosts episodes. Right you know, we'll just, there you yeah. go. Um, so. Did did they I was get a chance? The, oh, I was gonna say I was probably their age when I watched this. I was just gonna ask, <laughs> did they get a chance to watch it with you, or was that a uh, no kids allowed? No, scenario. we have one that would probably love it, and then one that would be absolutely terrified. Okay. Like, yeah. They're twins, yeah. but they can't, they couldn't be any more different. So. Fun. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Super. Um, Isn't it funny how like 80s parents were like, we don't give a shit. Like, you guys just watch all this scary stuff, and like, you, you'll deal with it. Like, it went, and then when we were kids, like, we'd have a nightmare, and we'd get out of bed, and they'd be like, go the fuck to bed. Like, whereas now we're like, oh, come on, honey, come get in bed with me. Are you okay? What? <laughs> Parents yeah. still gets in our bed at night, and I finally we were like, "Bud, like, look, you're six, and it's you know, I love you so much. We just love you to death, but you have really stinky feet, and you know, I didn't say stinky. Oh, right, right. And I was like, you're a big kid, and I got him like a nice pad for his bed. Yeah, but he he would not be able to watch Ghostbusters. He would, okay, yeah, all right. Ray would probably love it. He's all into Halloween and spooky stuff. Every time we go to the store, he talks me into buying like some Halloween decoration. So fun. Um, yeah. Uh, I do. You guys remember watching? Okay, I guess we should start there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Megan, we always ask everybody how long had it been since you watched the movie before we made you watch it for the podcast. I honestly don't know if I've ever watched it all the way through. And I was. I remember watching some of it when I was a kid, and it terrified me. So okay. like, since then, I haven't. I haven't. I probably it's probably been like I'm 36, probably like 20 years. At okay. The, at, the, at the at the I mean I think I maybe watched it in middle school. So 
Sure. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And Mandy, how about you? How long has it been since you watched the movie? The first one, it's been a long time, but two, I watch all the time. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know why that one resonates more with me. Sure. Um, this one, maybe, maybe like five years. Um, okay. But, and I did watch this one a lot as a kid, but I preferred two for sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, for me, it's been at least 10, if not 15 years since I watched this, like with the intent of actually watching it, you know, uh, it's, it might've been on near me around the room or something, but uh, yeah, as far as sitting down and watching it on purpose, it's been probably 15 years or so. Um, but what I wanted to ask though, is do you guys, so do you remember watching this then? I guess Mandy specifically, if you, because you watched it more often, do you remember being scared of this movie as a kid? Um, the first scene in the library, Uh fuck, fucked my couch like i was like like it wasn't even like the cards flying out scared me but like just all of that and like the and you know the the chick that's that was an ace ventura laces out and um and uh tuong fu yep like she actually freaked the shit out of me too i don't know if it was just like an old lady thing like yeah i was just terrified of her so i don't remember seeing any legs but it definitely had arms because it reached out for me arms I can't wait to get a look at this thing. Alice, I'm going to ask you a couple of standard questions, okay? Have you or any member of your family ever been diagnosed schizophrenic, mentally incompetent? My uncle thought he was St. Jerome. (laughs) I'd call that a big yes. I love it. (laughs) So St. Jerome is like the saint of librarians or something? Really? Yeah. That's fun. And then um, her name is actually Alice. Alice Drummond is her name. I should know that. Like, Uh, I'm... Megan, I don't hold on. I sorry to interrupt you. Mandy, are you having a hard time hearing, Megan? A little. Yeah. I am too. I don't know what we can do to to stop that, but I would hate to have this not be heard. So I don't know yeah. what we I had this problem when I did a podcast before. Let me see if I can do anything to make it a little better. Okay. Okay. Well, in the meantime, uh, Mandy, uh, do you have any fun facts you can spout off for just a second? Oh my gosh, I have so many fun facts. Um there, some of them are lengthy. The one that is the most lengthy that I, I was a little bit sad about, um, Ernie Hudson, who I love. He plays um, Winston. Yep. And he grew up to be a fine old black man because he is in Grace and Frankie. Okay. Um, well, his part, Winston's part in general, was supposed to be super huge in the movie. Weird. And, okay. And um, that was because they originally wanted Eddie Murphy to be his, his to do that role. Okay. When Eddie Murphy, when Eddie Murphy refused, they um, they wanted more time with Bill Murray. So okay. they like basically took all of like the good stuff with Winston, like all of his backstory and everything, and like put gave more time with Bill Murray, which made me sad. For one thing, he's the only black guy, so I feel like he got totally gypped out of yeah, like sure. having that and um and i just i love him as an actor i think and so he he loved doing the movie but it was kind of like a bittersweet thing because when he originally signed on he had a way bigger role yeah and then and and then like the day he started they gave him the new script and they're like he's like i was just basically there like sure i didn't and that's what it felt like too it's weird Mm -hmm. because he's one of the core members of the ghostbusters but he gets billing even in the credits he gets billing after um uh the the guy the the fed guy the fda oh the e- yeah the epa yeah the epa um, guy and i thought that was strange it was like why would ernie hudson get billed after him because yeah he's fucking ghostbuster like that's the whole right. point of this movie you know but. william atherton god he plays the best dickhead for sure. sorry megan what were you gonna say can you, can you hear me any better or no 
I'm going to be honest with you. Not really, but we'll make it work. We'll, we'll, we'll make it work. So I, have, I can go get, I'll be right back. Okay. So sorry, Megan. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah. So there was that. And then um, just so we're, we do- because we were talking about Winston, I'm going to go ahead and play This yes, is honestly, please. again, he was very, he was not in this movie a lot. So I have very few clips of Winston. And I think this is probably the only one where he even really is in the clip majority of the time here. Do you believe in UFOs, astral projections, mental telepathy, ESP, clairvoyance, spirit photography, telekinetic movement, full trance mediums, the Loch Ness Monster, and the theory of Atlantis? With Janine. Uh, if there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll believe anything you say. <laughs> All right, that was it. <laughs> well, and that's what sucks is like during that interview, he's supposed to be giving his backstory where he... he was like, um, you know, really heavily in the military and he had like EMT background. And so he actually is like super qualified for the job. But okay. they're like, I feel like they're like, oh, we got the token black guy and we're just going to make him there, but he's not going to have all the special qualifications. Right. So. It's sort of, so they flipped the script on him and we're just like, he just showed up. He was just like, here I am for, for my, uh, for the job, whatever job it is. He didn't care. And uh, yeah. And then they just kind of gave it to him. So. Yeah, and then yeah, so that was kind of crappy, but whatevs. Yeah. Um. So we talked a, a little bit before the podcast, and mm-hmm. I don't know if we want to delve right into it. But Megan's upside down right now, and I can just see her chin. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh there we go. You yes. Any, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So much better. It reached to a webcam. Okay. So but it doesn't have a mouth, so I don't know. You're gonna see like my nostrils up close. I think. Uh-huh. I like it. it doesn't matter our actual video doesn't go out for like months we're way behind on i am so far behind on the video this will go out on wednesday next wednesday but the video itself will be months now also my house is really messy behind me so Uh (laughs) i'm just gonna sit this way well that'll be a plus for the for those uh viewers then if you guys really want to see how megan's house is just youtube channel My, my basement is full of fruit flies, so I'm just constantly, like, swatting away from my face. So, Mandy, so. there's only so many weeks in a row that you can say your ba- basement is full of fruit flies before people start getting really concerned about the way you're, uh, the, the state It's because my husband, my husband brews beer, and, yeah. like, they are super attracted to the beer he brews, and there's nothing we can do about it. I have, like, like apple just cider get out of vacuum and start, <laughs> like, Tommy have Boy you- in the hotel room, just sucking hey. flies. Um, <laughs> There's a little life hack. If you take apple cider vinegar and put it in a bowl and then put a drop of dish soap in it, they eat the apple cider vinegar and die. So, like, I have bowls of apple cider vinegar. My house smells like a giant douche. Let's just say that. <laughs> like, there's just bowls everywhere. And there are so many dead fruit fly bodies, like, in the bottom of them. You're, you're and I'm collecting them. fruit fly bodies in your basement. But also, <laughs> here's another life hack. If you don't want fruit flies in your house, just don't let your husband brew uh, his own beer. And then <laughs> that would Oh, my God. It's just so eliminate. much cheaper. <laughs> we, would, we would be, like, I'm not working right now. We would be so broke, and I would be sober, and I would be so depressed. There so, you go. Right. Not <laughs> happening. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice trade-off <laughs> for you there. But All right, Megan. So we, we have you back now and we can yes. hear what you're saying this time. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, so I guess we'll start out with uh, like, what was your expectations then seeing this, you know, that far uh, removed from the last time you saw it? Were you pleasantly surprised? Was there something that stood out to you as far as like, Oh, I forgot that even happened or anything like that. I just, I, I enjoyed it, but I kept saying all the smoking. <laughs> Sarah and I were like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. every scene. And <laughs> I don't know. And like, I, I 
I, if I go to the doctor's office, I was never a smoker, but I was kind of a smoker. So, like, <laughs> um, and so it made me want a cigarette. And so I was like, me, I, I don't know if I'm going to watch this much longer because I really <laughs> drive down to the corner and get some turkey folds in my system. <laughs> Um, it's funny that you say that because um, they didn't expect. Oh, by the way, my husband brews beer, but I watch I watch my friend's kid after school, and this is what they gave. They gave me a tall, like a two canner of Bud Light as payment. So that just that is like I, amazing payment. <laughs> I am super white trash, but anyway. Um, so the movie, like the, they, it was uh, aimed at adults, but they were surprised at how this, like totally the like, kids loved this movie. And like, these were like new kind of superheroes. Sure. So when they, when they made the second one, it was more kid friendly and there's no smoking in it. So it's so funny that you say that. Oh, it's smoking. And then there's the whole scene where he, she's like talking and then, um, I can't remember his name's under the table. And then a Bill, it's Bill Murray leaves, and then he comes up, and Sarah's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> I remember that part. Like, good, good job, Janine. Yeah. yeah right, like, right. Well, right, and um, when the ghost, the ghost gives like head to Raymond. To I Ray. know, right? He gets like full on molested by a ghost, yeah. and we yeah. just don't talk about it at all. Nobody cares. What's oh, there is some consent issues in this for sure. <laughs> like Bill Murray, like totes. Like injects the shit. I mean, again, technically it's Zool, but it's still Dana. Yeah. And then before he leaves, he like gives her like two kisses, and I'm just like, mm, I don't think this is okay. You guys. Yeah, are you, even yeah. Dating. She's drugged and just sitting there, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She's sort of Definitely a demon, so it's okay, I guess. But it's not her. I guess. It was like and like, the other things that we noticed were just I don't know, just in general, like some of the humor like wouldn't necessarily fly, and Bill Murray. This seeing all of them so young. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, we're not gonna look young soon, like be, much longer, because you're smoking so much, guys. Like, <laughs> I mean, just fast uh, forward like twenty years, and you're gonna realize it's bad. You can stop. Right. <laughs> well, Her- Harold Remus is just dead. So yeah, yeah that. Rip, rips to Remus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I uh, I also thought it was strange to see um, right Dan Aykroyd uh doing that whole like conspiracy theory ish because he's like a full-blown wackaloon now like he's he's a crazy like aliens and just yeah. all kinds of weird conspiracies and stuff and that was very much coming out of him in this role i thought and i wondered if this like kicked that into motion like if he started doing some like heavy deep research into like paranormal activity and then he was just like the whole world is is ridiculous and broken well he was a writer on this uh, yeah. on this movie and then also too, um, when they they originally saw like the fire station, and as soon as he saw the fire pole, he's like, "We are filming here, like for sure. Like this is gonna hey, for sure be." Is this pole yeah. <laughs> wow, this place is great. <laughs> when can we move in? You gotta try this pole. I'm gonna get my stuff. <laughs> he's like a he's like a t- a little kid That's for it. a sleepover. I love it. Which is funny because I, when I read that, I was like, "Oh my god, that's so funny that they put that in the movie." Yeah, I love it. And Sarah and thought it was cute because, like, most of the fire stations now, because my wife's a firefighter. For those yeah. of you who don't, but um, she, uh, the one station one in Saginaw still has a fire pole. Has two of them. The rest of the stations don't have one, but station oh. one actually has two fire poles. And she's gone up and down it before with the kids. I've I've taken very unflattering pictures of her and posted <laughs> them on the internet. It's just coming. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the whole that's point, awesome. right? Isn't that the whole point of becoming a firefighter? I think is just to just to write right? that pole down, right? I mean, that's yeah. the whole point for sure. Get a um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I did want to ask also. Uh, this mostly is just so I can play this specific clip, but uh, 
Uh, how has uh, 2020 been treating you, Megan? Like, how have you been, what have you been doing to get by to help uh, with things? Um, honestly, 2020 hasn't, like, we've been lucky. So okay. we financially, it hasn't been bad. Because um, I, I picked up a couple of contracts. So my, and my business has been going really well because I, I'm a divorce attorney. And, <laughs> um, but I mean, honestly, honestly God, people are fighting about everything. So, because oh, okay. they're stuck around each other. Um, <laughs> And then also like the stimulus check, who gets, you should split that with me. Okay, well, you want to spend $350 to file to go to court over 250 bucks? Like, I mean, just come on. Like, it's just like. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, then, well, I did want to ask that though, just because I figured this, uh, this clip fits well for the answer to this question. Uh, and basically the question is, are you nervous each day of 2020? And I just wanted to play this as a reply. Nervous? Yes. I don't like this. You only have 75 more to go. Which is almost the case. By the time this yeah. airs, actually 78, <sighs> I think. 78 more days okay. to go when that the part comes out. seriously pissed me off. Like, yeah. watching it this time, I was like, you fucker. Like, I felt super bad for that guy. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I do think it almost has a bit of a scientific edge or, like, uh, point to it, though. I don't think he was trying to do it that way. But I think it would also, because he was trying to show negative, re, you know, the, the effects of negative reinforcement. I feel like that's also doubling down on the negative reinforcement of him getting the answers wrong. If you're sitting next to somebody who's getting all of the answers right. Yeah, but you know he I mean? got the one right. The I wavy know. line. Yeah, yeah. I and know. he still zapped. I'm like, oh, this is so frustrating. I don't like to watch people be tortured at all. So <laughs> it's just funny. Like this study, though, isn't there a study where they did that, where they had participants and one was behind a screen and like they were answering questions and they could hear the other person getting shocked, but they weren't really getting shocked. Yeah. They had act, yes. acting like they were continually getting shocked worse and worse and worse and like uh-huh. studying what people would do. Yeah. Like, like how far they would go. Cause the point of it was that each time they got the answer wrong, they would crank up the volts a little bit more. And then you were essentially, you hadn't, you didn't know, but you were unwittingly killing somebody on the other side of a wall. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's like a weird uh, experience. Oh, yeah. Like a, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Just also for our listeners that watch pretty little liars like i did they have they have an episode where they that happens where like they have to there's like like four things and it either they get zapped or they have to zap one of their friends and they can and like if they choose a friend then they can hear like that scream but it's not really zapping them they just think it is oh yeah. so completely fucked up but anyway megan did you have a standout character in this movie that you just thought like really stole the show um, I like the secretary a lot. And then, um, uh, I also, Bill Murray, I mean, come on. I just, it makes me sad to know that they gave him more lines and took him away, you know, but, but I still, I just, I love him uh, so, yeah. so much. Um, I, yeah, I and just, everything, it was ad lib too. Like you just know that yeah. that's like pure Murray coming through. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just, he's just, he's classic funny. I mean, and his scenes made, it's funny you watch the show and like, the other actors, sometimes it just came off cheesy. The acting wasn't great. But Bill comes off natural because it is probably just shooting the breeze, you know? He's just, like, fucking around with the script. And they're probably like, stop, man. But it's funny, you know? Yeah. So he's not. My, just, ah. my favorite scene <laughs> with Bill Murray, when it when you know he was just making up shit, he looked in, uh, he went to uh, Sigourney Weaver's apartment, and he's looking around on the counter, and she's like, don't you think you want to look in the fridge? And he opens up the fridge, and says that there's nothing in there. And she says, are you doing, are you sure you're doing this right? And he sort of stammers and stops and he's like, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no animals in your fridge, so I, I think so. But I like it was just a fun thing that you yeah. can tell like wasn't necessarily scripted that way, and they're just like, yeah. "Fuck it, leave it in." But I, I like when it a lot. Yeah, when he's at her and he, she's like, "That's the bedroom. Nothing happened in there." Yeah. And he's like, "What a what a crime! What a crime!" You know. <laughs> uh, you mentioned um, Janine, so I'm gonna play a real quick. Uh, yeah, clip let's of listen Janine to Janine. Here. Annie Potts, love her. I can tell. Designing women, what? Too. Print is dead. That's very fascinating to me. I read a lot myself. Some people think I'm too intellectual, but I think it's a fabulous way to spend your spare time. I also play racquetball. Do you have any hobbies? I collect spores, molds, and fungus. <laughs> Love it. Uh, she reminds me of the nanny of Fran Drescher, but like uh, if you give her a yeah. sedative, you know, yeah. like if, you, if you sort of slow the nanny down a bit, that's, that's you get uh, Annie Potts there. <laughs> Um, um, oh, go ahead. Well, I, I was just going to ask, uh, I know, uh, Megan is, uh, an attorney. Uh, she was just talking about divorce. Hey, we've got Crazy. a guest. Hi. Hi. It's the prime minister. Can um, you say hi? No, no. Okay. You want me to put your blanket on you? <laughs> okay. Give me, it takes two seconds. I just have to sit in her chair and put her blanket on it. Sure. That no is problem. totally fine. No um, oh, what I was going to say is, um, so Michael Keaton turned down the role of both um, Spangler and um, <clears throat> Bankman, Peter Bankman. Okay. Christopher, <clears throat> Christopher Walken, John Lithgow, uh, Christopher Lloyd, and Jeff Goldblum were all considered for Spangler also. And Harold Ramis was like, I just feel like I'm the best person to play this part. And he yeah. wasn't specifically wanting to be that person. He just was like... I can do this. And he, he didn't yeah. smile on purpose, like through the whole thing. Oh, he crushed it though. Like that was the greatest of all time. Like oh, he's totally. probably my, he's probably my standout character. Uh, I was hoping against hope. I remembered um, Rick Moranis being a lot better in this movie than he actually no. turned out being. Oh, actually I thought he was my, my favorite. Oh yeah. I just thought he was like severely underutilized as an actor and they just gave him this like geeky dud of a part. And he like, I don't know. It just, there, there could have been a lot more, to that i thought and they just were like i feel like they were just like okay do it again except this time more like add more geek like yeah. weirdo to it each time and i just i didn't need that you know oh when he was the key master or the <laughs> gatekeeper yeah um he was yeah no the key master i just loved like the whole time and he had that like colander on his head and he's just saying stupid shit i just <laughs> thought that was great yeah i am vince Vince Clortho, key master of Gozer. Volcus Sildro, our lord of the Sebulia. Are you the gatekeeper? Hey, he pulls the wagon. I make the deals. You want to ride? <laughs> Wait for the sign. Then all prisoners will be released. All right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I mean, there, do, there are parts where he, he shines a, a bit, but it just, to me, it was, there, there could have been a lot more from him. Just based on what we'd seen from him already up till that point, you know. Uh, but I, okay, so what I was going to say is, Megan, you're uh, a lawyer uh, in real life, and you also uh, so you deal with divorces. But I I did preface you being on the show. I asked you if you could do me a favor <laughs> and just give me a, a slight opinion on a thing that's happening in my real life, which I don't think I've discussed on the podcast as of yet. No. Um. So I put in a privacy fence around my backyard. We asked our or our uh, neighbor, our backyard neighbor, for permission. And she said, absolutely, that's totally fine. So we went ahead with the project. We paid all the money. We had someone come in and professionally do it. We got uh, approved by the city and all that stuff we were supposed to do. They came and did it. And then two months after it was finished, 
our backyard neighbor came to our door and said that if we did not finish the rest of the backyard uh, fence, if we did not complete the rest of the backyard fence up to her property line, that she was going to take us to court. And uh, I, I think the woman is crazy uh, because we didn't need to do that portion of the fence and we didn't ask well, her to pay a dime. There's a, there's a, there's a building there. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a, there's a barn on our backyard property line and the fence that existed there was a chain link fence that was probably 12 inches from the barn. Uh, there was a natural break in the fence that connected to the barn. So we just replaced it up till that break. And so it connects to the barn. That means our dog can't get out and everybody should be happy. She got like a $3,000 fence in her backyard and didn't have to pay a dime for it. And she wants us to finish this 20 foot section that we won't even ever see. Uh, can she take me to court? And so I guess I'm, I'm kind of confused. I'm gonna look at the diagram you sent me. So. Okay. Yes. I, I got very specific <laughs> and started asking people with diagrams included. So um, we're talking the top yard neighbor, not the side yard neighbor with the garage. Uh, but there's an, uh, the neighbor to the, the top of that diagram wants okay. us to finish that red line that's behind the garage, wants us to finish the, the fence back there. Like, okay, so where, where uh, oh, the fence behind the garage. Yeah. Like, and there was, not, there was not a fence behind that garage before no, there was. this happened. Oh, there, there, was. there was and still is. There is, a, there oh, is an okay. existing chain link fence right there behind the garage. And she wants us to replace that for her benefit so she can see a, a brand new fence across there. And I just think this woman's crazy. I don't, I don't know if she is or not, but. I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not a property lawyer. Sure. Uh, but based on what I learned in law school, I, that's insane. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's, like we didn't, have, no, I mean, if we had had, if we had said, will you pay for half of this and then didn't finish it all the way to her property line, I could see her being upset, I think. But like the fact that we did all of that, if she wants to finish it herself, she can pay for it. That's fine. But it, it is does there still us like a good. fence there of some sort. Yeah, the existing old. I mean, it's just a like a three and a half foot tall chain link fence. Yeah, which it didn't. It did not change her situation whatsoever. Other than now, she gets to look at our beautiful, uh, you know, wooden uh, you privacy take, fence. Did you take any fence on her yard down? At we all? did, but we replaced it. We replaced it with the, the the new wood fence, and we asked her permission ahead of time, which she gave us. Uh, and then she just expected us to replace a portion of fence that we did not need to replace for her benefit only. I guess I don't know. Well, I think her the only argument she could make would be that like you guys took she didn't understand you guys took half of her fence down and you know left another half and it's unsightly. But the thing is, like I don't know what attorney's gonna. You know, she's going to spend right. so much on attorney to do that. I mean, it's she not won't. worth it. She sure. just, it's yeah. all empty threats. She just came yeah, over. And the worst part is now I just, I hate my neighbor forever. Like I'll yeah. never not hate this woman because she came to my front porch and threatened to take me to court. So. Well, I, I mean, and I usually, I feel like when people are like, you'll hear from my lawyer, yeah. they probably even have a lawyer. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Lawyers know, are really expensive. And if she can't <laughs> afford to fix the fence back there, her portion of it. Right. She can't yeah. a lawyer. Like no. it would be it's like it's less than twenty feet of fence. It would be max with like labor included, maybe five, six hundred dollars to get them to redo that portion of the fence. And yeah. I'm just like, I'm not paying another six hundred dollars no. for you to have something nice to look at. No, but when we lady. when we didn't have her pay a dime for the upgraded fence that she got. So yeah. I don't know. That's what's going on in my life though, and it right. literally wears on me every moment of every day. Like I think 
either I'm going to get some sort of letter in the mail that this woman is trying to sue me, or I just have to go into my backyard and look over and see her house and think every day that I live next to the worst possible. Is person. she old? Will she die soon? We're, I mean, fingers crossed, you know, every day that we, <laughs> every day we go by and like lights don't come on at night in her house over there. We just assume the worst or the best, I guess, depending on how you, you look hope. At it. Yeah. You yeah. hope for it. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. You know, I wouldn't lose sleep over it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. I mean, I say that though, knowing that like I could, I I am an attorney, so when people threaten to sue yeah. me, I'm like, okay, well, it doesn't cost me any money. Yeah, you know, sure, go ahead. Um, <laughs> so, okay, with this movie specifically, um, I this is embarrassing for me to to say. Uh oh. Um, but for my entire life, I thought it was the state. Puff Marshmallow Man. Oh, sure. Okay. I had no idea it was Stay Puffed. And obviously it says, like, when you read it, it says Stay Puffed. Yeah. But Stay, (laughs) I'm sorry, Stay Puffed was before my time. Yeah. So I'm watching this movie, like, with subtitles, and I just hear Stay Puffed, and I'm like, holy fucking shit, I thought this was State Puffed Marshmallow Man <laughs> for my entire life. I'm certain so that I, there are people listening now that, that also are the same way. And they're I'm like, sure. oh, good. Yeah, is there anything in your life that you've ever, like, heard <laughs> later where you're just like, oh my god, I, I totally, like, a music lyric or, like, just something, and when someone tells you, like, what it really is, you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm so stupid. But- for, like, most of my childhood, I thought, you know, the song Good Love... Okay. You're like, good love. I thought it was doodle up. <laughs> oh, that's way better. That's though. awesome. I'm yeah. sad when that happens. Like for us, we had like our, our daughter uh, would, when she tried to start talking, would say the wrong things and we didn't want those things to change. So we tried to keep her saying the wrong thing forever. Like we, she would, uh, she calls marshmallows smashmallows or she did when <laughs> she was very young. Uh, and she also called gymnastics, gym ass kicks. Uh, which I, I thought was the greatest. My kids call it ninja nastics. Nah. Ninja nastics. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, and every, she would say it to other people, and other people would immediately try to to correct her, and I would have to do the shush thing to them. I just be like, stop this. This is let me have this for as long as possible. Yeah, needs to stay gym ass kicks for the rest of the time that she's going there, but. Um, I want to play uh, the Stay Puffed. Uh, this is Ray explaining why. Oh, you said happened. it right. It still doesn't sound right to me. Right. <laughs> I tried to think of the most harmless thing. Something I loved from my childhood. Something that could never, ever possibly destroy us. Mr. Stay Puffed. Nice thinking, Ray. <laughs> we used to roast Stay Puffed marshmallows by the fire at Camp Wakanda. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. <laughs> what have you got left? Sorry, Bankman. I'm terrified beyond the capacity for rational thought. I love it. All right. Yeah. So there he is. That's um, awesome. Okay. Uh, do you have more? I, I, um, yeah, I have a ton. Um, okay. okay. So William oh, Atherton. Do you have anything who, for uh, cameos? Do you have any, like a list of any? Oh, my God. The list of cameos, it was ridiculous. And Go I have on. so many fun facts that I was just like, okay. Like yeah. I didn't even, re- I looked at the list and I'm just like, fuck that. I can't yeah. even. Everyone's seen this damn movie. They know who's in it. So yeah. Right, um, well, William Atherton, who plays uh, Mr. Peck or Mr. Pecker, you yep, know, yep. Um, he was so like hated after this movie. <laughs> like, he people ended up in to- Biodome, right? He was, well, he was in Bi- and he was also the shithead in both in Die Hard one and two. Yeah. Remember? Yep. Oh, 
something on that though, when I was watching it with him, the EPA does not just show up at the local police. <laughs> like, it's not, it was like, this is the most unbelievable part of this movie. And there are ghosts. The EPA is going to show up with the feds and they're not going to show up at all. They're just going to send the feds. They're yeah. just going to show up. You're not going to, you're local. There's no local EPA agent who's going right. to look on your door with the local sheriff's department looking for it's your the, nuclear, you know. It's <laughs> the lady that, the lady that picks up trash. She's like, I'm the local EPA agent of this, this town. You better watch out. It you up that the EPA is like the bad guy in this movie. Yeah. And like now everybody right? was the good guy, you know. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. But like well, so, they would immediately oh, set up like a, a ghost force, right? I mean, that would be yeah. like, like the government would just be like, we're taking this over because you can't yeah. just let random regular people like contain and keep ghosts. for. Did you guys ever feel bad for the ghosts? Because I kind of did. Like that no. they left them stuck in that wall, like in that box forever. Yeah, like, this is no good. Like this made me, as a kid, it made me feel bad for the ghosts. Like because Slimer was like an endearing character, you know. Yeah, and I'm like, well, he Slimer's he, just stuck in there now forever. He yeah. wasn't endearing until the cartoon, though, when right. he became like part of the Ghostbusters. For sure. Um, oh, go ahead. No, no, I always like I not with this movie, but with Frankenstein. Any renditions of that, I always feel bad for Frankenstein's monster. Like they create this monster and then just. Let him for and he just he's they create the monster and they don't care enough to love him through all the issues he's gonna yes, have. And for sure, it breaks my damn heart every time. There's like the scene in the one where he's like out by himself and like the mama in me is like this poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, same. It's like somebody who has a dog that doesn't take care of it, but the dog is just mean to everyone. It's not the dog's that doesn't know any better. Right? You know, like you can't just keep a damn dog chained up in your backyard and expect it to be like a civilized uh, dog person you know like it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna have issues exactly. yeah. yes for sure so william atherton though um people started trying to like start fight with fights with him in bars nice. um and one day shortly after the film's release he was walking down 7th avenue in new york and a crowded school bus went by and he heard a bunch of children shouting hey dickless <laughs> <laughs> Oh, which I think that was that was probably my favorite line of this whole movie. Yes, yeah, man. I represent the Environmental Protection Agency, the third district. Great. How's it going down there? Are you Peter Beckman? Yes, I'm. He is a smarmy duck, though. I'm not a fan exactly of him. What? I mean, I, I am. I'm a fan of his yeah. acting, but he plays a real asshole. Parapsychology and psychology. I see. He's also the bad guy now, in Real Genius. We haven't done that ghosts. one yet. He's a what? The bad guy in Real Genius. Oh, we haven't yeah, done we, that movie I yet, have though. not even. I've not seen that movie, so that'll be oh. a real, real treat for me. I can already tell just well, based on the the uh, the cover of the movie when I see it passing by. It's going to be a real, real issue for me. I got a feeling, but um, all right, uh, we are getting to just about the end of this section. Mandy, do you have like? One more quick fun fact we can do before we hit the um, end. I just have a quick question. Do you guys think Sigourney Weaver is good looking? I don't. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes! I don't no. find her attractive at all. Now, in Alien, maybe a little bit, but like, I just don't. I just don't. I mean, I love redheads, and, but I just, I mean, I, she's too, she doesn't have any meat on her bones, I guess, is a problem. Like, yeah. And yes. that's, that's, I mean, skinny women are beautiful, too. I just, I, for whatever reason, I'm attracted to, like, I don't know. I'm just not, I didn't find her attractive. Yeah. And she's a very no. beautiful woman. But I didn't find it. It's very hit or miss for me. It depends on the role she's in. It depends on the movie and, and what she's doing. And I guess that's just more of the way she's uh, portrayed in the film that makes me, uh, you know what I mean? Like that matters more than what she actually, I don't know. Yeah. In this movie, not so much though. I was. Okay. 
not interested so in, in no uh, she has the square jaw that i hate matt you usually like that in the lady for some reason <laughs> um but also when she talks she has like a bulldog lower teeth thing that like her teeth like all you see is her lower teeth and <laughs> i just imagine like a pug or a bulldog like Look, i just i i don't know I don't think I, she looks like a little bit like my mom too. So <laughs> that's gonna like throw a, you There's a boner killer right there. <laughs> <laughs> like the, very, the very first time I went to a strip club, my roommates talked me into it in college. We go and I don't I didn't realize you can't drink there, first of all, which sucks. So I get a Pepsi, which I promptly accidentally knock over on my pants, and then they're like, it's free boob brown, so the ladies come around, put their boobs in your face. Uh Stripper puts her boobs in my face, and she's wearing the perfume my mom wears. So that oh, was just no. the worst night of my life. Uh, ruined it forever. Like, yeah. I'm like, my mom's tits are in my face. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> just, like, got up and walked out. And my friends at the time were like, God, why'd you get so upset about popping your pants? I'm like, I don't give a shit about popping my pants. My mom's tits are in my face. <laughs> They're, like, They're like, what? I'm like, I, I need to go home. I just need I to need go home. <laughs> all right we're, we're getting dangerously close to the end of oh, this sorry. segment without giving off any of the rules so we have a game that we play at the end of the first segment with all of our guests and that uh, that has a theme song and it goes like this chop this chop this synopsis chop this synopsis chop this chop this synopsis all right this is called chop this synopsis this is where we ask you megan to take this movie and condense it down, chop it down to 10 words or less. So explain the movie in 10 words or less, like something you'd click on if you're going to watch it on Netflix or something. You'll have the break to figure it out. So when we come back from the break, you'll have your 10-word synopsis of the film, and we will be right back after these messages. Jamie, I need you to keep the dogs quiet. I'm recording a commercial for the Elemental Podcast, so can you keep them quiet? during this recording of my commercial for the Elemental Podcast. I mean, I know the dogs bark a whole lot when we actually record the podcast on Mondays and Thursdays and during the Patreon on Saturdays. But during the commercial, we need the recording to be dog bark free. Can you do that for me, Jamie? Can you keep the dogs quiet during the recording of this commercial for the Elemental Podcast that people can listen to every Monday and Thursday and the Patreon on Saturday? Can you do that for me, Jamie? Thanks, Jamie. Appreciate it. Chop this, chop this, synopsis. And we're back. All right. It is time for us to finish up. Uh, we'll get the rousing conclusion of Chop This Synopsis. Of course, that theme song provided by the one and only Mr. Bob Fredericks uh, <laughs> of, of your welcome future self, the podcast. Yeah. So go, go listen to that as well. I did that recently. So yeah. Yeah. Know. Megan, you were just a guest on a, the old two parter there. So. I know I talked his ear off. I feel bad. My dog was real sick and I had to put him down. Oh. Like, oh. I was all alone. And Bob yes. was like, I was like, this is like just drinking sad. Talking about <laughs> no, <laughs> we all felt it. Like we, all of your friends, we, we were, we were like, Oh, we, we're here for you. We get it. It's oh. worse. so bad. I'm still not, oh. but it'll be okay. Well, right. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to... No, I'm just like, that's such, such a terrible... Such a <laughs> oh, terrible I'm segue. sorry for you. Like, what's next? Yeah. We have a podcast to do, Megan. Yeah. Come on. Just move it along. Oh, all right. I've already interrupted enough. Now you're interrupting with your sad, dead dog story. Like, let's get back to the Ghostbusters. Um, 
I have to say, like, the highlight of this entire podcast was your whole, like, mom tits in your face story. So you're doing totally fine. Keep interrupting. That was amazing. (laughs) All right, let's go for the 10 words or less uh, describing the film Ghostbusters. All right, so I said, four dudes catch ghosts while catching cancer from smoking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'd watch it. I'd click on that one. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's like a it's like a war, a general warning to like everyone. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like attorney general warning. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, we didn't get. Uh, I have a couple of clips that I wanted to play. We've already talked about a couple of these characters anyway, but I'm going to play a clip with uh, Dana and Lewis. This is when we first meet Lewis in the hallway here. Rick oh, Moranis. Somebody oh, punched him in the face. I thought it was a drugstore. Oh, are you sick? Oh no, no, I'm fine. I feel great. Just ordered some more vitamins and stuff. I was just exercising. I taped 20 minute workout on my machine and played it back at high speed, so it only took 10 minutes. I got a great workout. Yeah. You want to come in for a mineral water? Or oh, I'd so really great. like to, um, Lewis, but I have to go to rehearsal now. Excuse me. No sweat. I'll take a rain check on that. I always have plenty of low sodium mineral water and other nutritious foods in the house, but you already know that. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> you already know that. Listen, that reminds me, I'm having a big party for all my clients. My fourth anniversary as an accountant, you know, and even though you do your own tax return, which you shouldn't do, I'd like you to stop by being that you're my neighbor and all. How can you not think this is incredible? I think this Listen, is his reminds, best performance in the movie. so loud when you go out to creep down the hall, phone the manager. That's strange. I didn't realize I left it on. Oh, yeah, I on the balcony. I on the ledge. On the ledge. I tried to disconnect the cable, but I couldn't get in, so you know what I did? I turned up my TV real loud, too, so everyone to think that their TV said something wrong with it. Nice. Love it. All right. Oh, my gosh. He is so amazing. And honestly, with all the shit that happened this week with Trump getting COVID, which I'm sorry he didn't die, but um, <laughs> like true. when I found yes. out Rick Moranis There's got punched in the face, I was so pissed. Like, you don't punch Rick Moranis in the face in Central Park. Like, I'm sorry. This is not okay. Like, I felt very, like, Attacked. very protective over <laughs> yeah. him. Like, we all need to find this fucker and just take him down. Yeah. I mean, he brought us Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, so we really got to protect him, you know? Right? And we, we've done that on this podcast. For sure. So. Yeah, we've done, we did uh, uh, Little Shop Horrors and Honey, mm-hmm. I Shrunk the Kids. And I mean, that's. And Spaceballs. I was going to say, and that's pretty much his whole catalog. But yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. I have a clip here of uh, somebody uh, discussing uh, climate change with Trump. Uh, and I just wanted to. <laughs> This was their response to his, you know, ideas about climate change. We believe that the purpose of science is to serve mankind. You, however, seem to regard science as some kind of dodge or hustle. Your theories are the worst kind of popular tripe. Your methods are sloppy and your conclusions are highly questionable. You are a poor scientist. All right, that's it. <laughs> I love it. Figure out a way to work oh that clip in. That is so That's why, awesome. of course, when they got kicked out of the university for doing not real science, I guess. Right. His flashcard science wasn't going to cut it for, uh, yeah. for getting getting funding. So. Oh my gosh! So um, the state puff, stay puffed. Mar- <laughs> I'm never going to be able to do this. Um, Marshmallow Man. There's the suits cost twenty thousand each. There were three made, and they were all destroyed. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, so that happened. Um, Ernie Hudson, my favorite guy that plays Winston, mm-hmm. he was living in an apartment um, in Los Angeles, and there was, like, some grocery store person that, like, started giving people his address, like, right after the film came out. Weird, okay. And so so many people came to see him that he had to move. <laughs> 
So I thought that was super crazy. That is weird, man. I cannot believe we've gotten this far into the movie without playing this. So I'm just going to do this real quick as a transition from whatever you've got next. No. This should've, we should have kicked this off at the beginning. Yeah. No, because there's a whole point to this. Right. Well, I mean, they got to they gotta hear this one first. <laughs> all right. Anyhow, there's that. So, yeah, we all know. Yeah, but do you have the link with the mashup? I do now. If you, if you want to go there. Tell, okay, about, so, tell about why okay. we're playing it. <laughs> yes. So this is totally jacked. And the more I listen to it, the more I'm like, th- there was like no justice here. So here, Huey Lewis in the news, um, they sued um, Ghostbusters or the, the producers um, uh, for plagiarism. Oh, Ray Parker Jr. Yeah, right, the director of Ray this Parker song. Jr. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for plagiarism, citing similarities between this, their song and I Want a New Drug. Mm-hmm. And so I heard that and I was like, oh, yeah, play this. Yep. This is a mashup between the two songs. This is from a YouTube channel. Uh, Alex Aerosmith says that he created this. So if you like this, go follow that guy on YouTube. Can you turn it up a little? <laughs> I can. Huey is really hidden in the back for a minute. There he goes. Wow. It's the same song. It is 100% the same song. <laughs> yeah. Not to besmirch the good name of Mr. Lewis, but, but here no. it was. Yeah, this was... I, okay, so if you listen to that like mashup, like if you guys Google it or whatever... 100% this is the same song. So the judge ruled... Huey wrote it first, right? So it was a, it was a Huey yes. song first? Yeah. It was Huey first. And so he sued them and he lost. The judge said there was more differences than there were similarities. Yeah. Um, And all like musicians everywhere were like, this is fucked. Like, yeah. this is the same song. This is like, you know, Those Vanilla Ice. So hard. They're so hard to prove. They're just... <sighs> there was that Coldplay song too that was like completely the same as another like lesser known artist and mm-hmm. again more differences than there are you know the same i mean song. every uh fucking uh who else had the, uh tom petty had a, a suit against him for something too uh there was just more recently it wasn't even a song uh lady annabellum changed her name to lady a and oh, that, yeah. that artist named lady a was like fuck that i've been lady a for the last like, <laughs> 25 30 years yeah, you so. racist fuckers. Like, <laughs> even though I like, I actually yeah. really like Lady Antebellum or whatever they whatever are they now. are now. Yeah, like like Dixie Chicks. They're the chicks now, and I love them. So yeah. whatevs. For sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's weird out there, man. Uh, back back then, I guess this was probably like right on the cusp of being able to get away with shit like that too, because like in the the late eighties, you know, early eighties and stuff, where people were starting to be able to get mass like exposure yeah. to all kinds of music. And then they're all of a sudden they're like, wait a minute, this song is the same as that song. And you know, well, like everything was super synthesized too. So everything sounded the same for the most part. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. But yeah. So we got that. Um, but I did, however, get to reach out to Ray Parker jr. And have him endorse the podcast. So if you, yes. not, if you've not got a chance to watch Ray Parker jr. Endorse the podcast, please go to the uh, Facebook page and check out our most recent i feel like you should be careful like i am a little worried this is going to come back on us and i that's why i specifically posted 
love me some Stu McAllister because I'm well, oh, you gotta you can't pull the curtain down uh, right away just go there and watch it it's the greatest of all um, time so there are several people named Ray Parker Jr. It's not, <laughs> he, he could be anybody that's really like okay so the all, point of this was, they're all in Iowa they're all are, Ray Parker Juniors are in Iowa That's you guys are aware of cameo opinion. right you, you know what cameo yeah. is yeah, so I went to Cameo and I was like, what if I could find somebody from this movie that I could just pay like $15 to? I'm talking like a guy who was uh, on, like one of the cops riding a horse or something. Like I could just find a guy who was in this movie to say, hey, I was in Ghostbusters. Go listen to the podcast. And all I could come up with when I searched everyone on the list and then just the word Ghostbusters was Ray Parker Jr. So I was like, I guess let's just throw it out there and see what happens. How much do you think Ray Parker Jr. charges? To and you know, cameo is like a what a 25 second, 20 second little blurb of whatever you want them to say. How much do you think it costs to have Ray Parker Jr. talk for you to read a script that you send to him? Thousand dollars. Oh, no, no, okay, you're not, you're not super familiar with cameo then. That's way too much. Yeah, you would, you would think it would be like, I don't know, $75. It's like literally 15 seconds out of his day, right? And you could just pump him out. Like, that's the whole point of this cameo thing. He's got nothing going on. It's not like he's out doing shows right now, everything's shut down. He should just be sitting back on his couch making like 50 bucks a minute, you know, just doing whatever he wants. It was $150 for Ray Parker Jr. to talk about whatever you wanted him to talk about. And literally nobody would know it was Ray Parker Jr. Unless he said that's what his, you know what I'm saying? Like no one knows what Ray Parker Jr. looks like ever. All right. So that was where that whole thing came from. And I was talking to Stu about it and I was like, this is awful. So we should we, talk now about, we, owe, we owe Stu $150, by the way. Right. <laughs> um, I think we've given him some free publicity. There you go. So there you we're, go. we're probably all right there. Um, it's give and take. You know, he For gives sure. us publicity. We give him publicity. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about box office. Do you guys want For to play some sure. games? Let's do some games. It's about that time. Let's get, speaking of Stu McAllister, we'll get, uh, feck, where is it? Oh, it's on here. I know it is. Like, just it? put it on here. Box I... Oh, that was very quiet. Oh, you should use mine. Box office theme song. There you go. Box office theme song. All right. We don't need All a right. cover yet, Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, how much do you think that it costs to make this movie back in 1984? I'm terrible at these because I don't have any idea what production costs are for anything. I All right, so we, we know there were three suits and they were 20000 each. So, that's, yeah, so well, that's, that's the only clue we have. So, <laughs> okay, I, oh, wait. I can tell you. Oh, wait. That's for later. That's for how much this, uh, how much the movie made. So, yeah. How much do you think it costs to make this movie? <laughs> I'm trying to think with all that, with Bill Murray, all, I don't know, a million? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, because there were some effects in the movie and there was a big cast full of names at the time, I'm going to give this one like, I don't know, like 20 million, I'm going to say. 30 million. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So even more. 30 million. Like, I just, when I hear they could make movies, I'm like, that's like, um, hey, like, that's 1984, 30 million. That's like back when that's like, like people. Yeah, people could go to college and work and, like, not have to take out loans. <laughs> you could pay off my student loans hundreds of times over yeah, with that money. All right, Megan. So, uh, just a hint. This is the highest grossing comedy, or this was the highest grossing comedy of all time until Home Alone in 1990. So, how much do you think that this movie has made worldwide gross up until today? 
Oh God, a lot of money because like they're still bilking it every Halloween. Oh, you still sure. see little shit walking around wearing. Well, I I paid two ninety nine for it yesterday. Me so. too. Yeah, I think I was three ninety nine. I had to go through iTunes. So yeah. Oh, see, I I didn't. I they're like, do you want HD? I'm like, why the fuck would I oh, want yeah. HD if Who I cares? had this on if I had this on DVD or VHS? It would be like the SD. So no. <laughs> yeah, we we rented it too. Um, I I am like. It's like millions and millions because like oh, they, sure. there's, I mean, just probably like a couple billion, like 3.2 <laughs> billion. Let's do that. There, I mean, that's, it's conceivable at this point, but I would say it's probably got to be pushing the like six, 700 million, something like that. It's just got to be ridiculous. 296 million. Okay. All right. See, cause I thought Home Alone made like. I thought we talked about Home Alone making like five or six hundred million dollars or something. It was crazy. Yeah, and this was like up until Home yeah. Alone. This was like the like highest grossing. So sure. yeah. So wait, the movie I, cost hundred mil to make, and to date they've only made two hundred and ninety. No, it, it costs 30. It cost thirty million to make. Oh, thirty and million. Made, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, and, okay. And that's not the franchise; it's right. just the movie. And I'm we're talking like merchandise and toys and shit, like. Not, I don't know that you guys played with uh, Ghostbusters toys, but I had a shitload of Ghostbusters toys when I was a kid. My husband did too, and he still has like the librarian where, like, if you pull her, like, face comes down. It's yep. super jacked. I'm there was like, like a cop, and you like pulled the cop's pants down, and he turned into like a weird face monster. Yes. And I had the the Volkswagen. There was a yellow Volkswagen that turned into like a praying mantis when you'd like mm-hmm. flip it open and stuff. They were like knockoff Transformers turned into yes. ghosts it's like the guys Super who worked crazy. at hasbro that couldn't cut it as uh transformers guys were like i don't know what can we do with a weird ass volkswagen just throw it at the ghostbusters franchise and see what happens so two more fun facts obviously the um stuff at the end wasn't marshmallow it was 500 pounds of shaving cream yeah so when they they it was very the, much visibly shaving cream, obviously sure. shaving yeah. cream yeah. and then um the proton packs were super heavy um, they ranged from 30 to 50 pounds, whether or not they had to have a battery in them. Um, Harold Ramis was the, the, the least complaining of yeah. the bunch. Um, they wouldn't say who was the most complaining. Was My Bill guess Murray. is it was probably Bill, Bill Murray <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> 100%. All right. <laughs> do we want to talk about ages? We do, but I do want to hit this clip real quick. I just can't watch a movie with Casey Kasem in it and not listen to Casey Kasem's voice. So Yeah, that's a cameo. Yeah. Still making headlines all across the country, the Ghostbusters are at it again. This time at the fashionable yeah, Ghostbusters are the at it again. I love it. He's the greatest of all time. With a pretty pesky poltergeist, then stayed on to dance the night away with some of the lovely ladies who witnessed the disturbance. This is Casey Kasem. Now on with the countdown. <laughs> love it. All right, what are we doing? All right, we're doing ages. All right, how here, old are you? All right, this one also has a theme song. This theme song was provided by listener slash uh, guest uh, Brandon Alberta. Thanks, Brandon. Let's play Guess the Age. Let's play Guess the Age. Mandy, take it away. All right. We'll start off with the big hitter. Megan, how old do you think Bill Murray was when he was in this movie? I'm going to say like 41. Okay. Matt? I'm going to give him like 33. 34. Oh, wow. Okay. He's younger than me in this? Yeah. I thought the same thing. People in the 80s were so unhealthy. They just looked old. This is smoking. This is smoking. Right? <laughs> Although I've smoked for a really long time and I look horrible. So it's, it's totally cool. Um, 
You do not look like you're 42 when you're 34. <laughs> All right, um, Megan, how old do you think Dan Aykroyd was? Which, by the way, he was super good looking in this movie. Fucking fruit flies, sorry. Um, he was, like, I was very attracted to him. He, I think he was the best looking cast member for sure. Okay. Anyways, that's just my... Megan, okay. what do you think? How old do you think he was? 1984. Well, now I'm like screwed because i'm like my mind's fucked by the whole like bill murray being younger than me in that yeah, he, he looks 45 so i'm gonna say 23 <laughs> he uh, yeah. well bill murray has always looked 45 it's the pock marks and like the horrible skin and the, yeah. the receding hairline yeah. he's never looked young ever i'm gonna say i don't know let's say i'm gonna go with 41 <laughs> again right did I say yeah. i'm gonna go i think Akron <laughs> was maybe a little older so i'm gonna go 35 32. Oh, yeah, he was 32. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Um, how old do you think Sigourney Weaver was? It makes me was, mad that they're so successful at doing, like, just being silly. Like, yeah. they are so successful, bef- like, younger than I am at just being silly. Yeah, but they didn't have families, like, early on. They sacrificed a lot, I'm sure. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. All right. Who are we interested in? Dan Aykroyd's, like, a total freak now. So, whatever. <laughs> But he can afford it, though. Let's, let's just say shit about bad shit about people that we want to make us ourselves feel better. Okay. <laughs> All right. Who are let's we talking talk to? Uh, let's talk about ugly ass Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> All right. Let's. I'll just. I'll say thirty six. Okay. Is that who we're talking about? Is Sigourney Weaver? Yeah. Uh, let's say she was thirty. 35. Okay. So she was older, yeah. Harold Remus rips to Remus. Mm. I always say Remus. It's Remus. I know. Sure. I know. I'm going to email. Megan, how old, Megan, do, you how old do you think? How old do you think Harold Remus, who played Egon, was? Egon Spangler. Uh, 38. Okay. Uh, 30. 40. Ooh. There you go. Well, he he Megan's died. Getting better in, at this. He died in 2014. He was only 60. So, oh. all right. I have two more. Ernie Hudson, my my man, <laughs> my my sexy black man. How old do you think Ernie Hudson, who played Winston, was? Megan, I'm gonna say 31. I'll give him a 35. 39. Okay. Black don't crack. I know. You should see him now. He has like the most amazing oh, biceps. In Grayson uh, or Gray, uh, Grayson Grayson Frankie. Frankie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he is like he's a farmer and he's got like these huge biceps, and I'm just like he's carrying mm. around beats and shit, and you're like, yes. Mm. I'm like, take me away, yam man. <laughs> yam yeah, man. Oh, he, he, she's you know, the yam guy. Yeah. Nice. Uh, to make lube out of yams. <laughs> weird. All right. Um. <laughs> Uh, it's another endorsement for uh, Grace and Frankie. Uh, we have, uh, just so we, we were talking earlier about that experiment where people were shocking each other. Uh, I looked it up on uh, Google real quick. It's called the Milgram experiment. Uh, okay. they, uh, they experimented with four, they had 40 people in house to, to, to administer the shocks. And 26% of the people gave the equivalent of what would be a, a lethal shock of uh, yeah. 450 I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear that. Every I mean, don't. that's not unbelievable in the times we live in right now. Like, yeah. 
It just is not. Yeah, this was probably like 20, 30 years ago, right? All 40, all 40 of the participants went up to 300 volts, and then another uh, 26 of them continued on up to the lethal uh, 450 Fuck volts. that. That's just Obviously, nuts, these people have not seen um, the it Dark says, Knight where they have like the, 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 the criminals on the boat, and they're like, no, we're not going to destroy the innocent people, and the innocent people don't destroy the criminals. No, this is like horrible. I yeah, hate humanity so It much. does say that the subjects were all uncomfortable doing so and displayed varying degrees of tension and stress. So just- um, You think? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they do that when they go to the voting polls and vote for people who don't think I should get married to. Just yeah. varying degrees yeah. of stress. And they're like, yeah, fuck, fuck it. Them. I'd like 3.1k to do better, so fuck that, you know? I got a feeling there's way too many of them that have zero degrees of uh, tension and stress, though, and that's that's yeah, the that real, real problem. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, who are we on? We should take every single one. Okay, we have one more person. <laughs> All right. Rick Moranis. How old do you think Rick Moranis was who played Lewis Tully, Megan? Nice. Uh, 35. <laughs> okay, Matt? Uh, 28. 31. Oh, okay. He's a little so you guys fella. are kind of in the yeah. middle. Yeah. He's, a, yeah. he's a, he is a little fella. Yeah, he is. Um, Matt, so I could have lived I could have lived my whole life without knowing that information. So just Oh, with that that many people essentially killed their uh, yes. killed someone for no reason, literally zero. No reason, reason whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, I do want to play this. We talked about it earlier. Everything was fine with our system until the power grid was shut off by Dickless here. They caused an explosion. <laughs> this is my favorite is this ever. True? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. <laughs> <laughs> My God, so good. When that the, in Wayne's World, but the, the, he's holding the car. He's like, "This yeah. man has no dick." Yeah. <laughs> this guy blows goats. Which yeah. is funny because that was a that was a Murray uh, brother, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Uh, yes. It. W- oh my God! We've had him on so many. I can't yeah, think of his name. The other Murray, but yeah. Either way, I can't remember his name. Yeah. yeah. The third. Yeah, one of the three Murrays we've had on here. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then yes. this clip too. What I'd really like uh, to do is oh. talk to Dana. I want to talk to Dana. Dana. If I don't get some Zool in here, everyone's gonna be Dana. real pissed. There is only Zool. Oh, Zooly, you nut! Now, come on. <laughs> come on. I want to talk to Dana. Dana. Just relax. Come on. Dana. Dana. Can I talk to Dana? There is no Dana. Only Zool. All right. Okay. Um, Brian, right? Brian Doyle Murray is that his name? Uh, yeah. 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 That was the guy who right. was in uh, Wayne's World for sure. Yes. All right. What's next? What do we got uh, going right. on? Are we, are we skipping straight um, to the. Yeah. I think we just have. What's that sound? We, yep. I'm done with fun facts. Okay. All right. This is going to be tougher for you, Megan, because you're not wearing headphones, but we're going to make it work. It's going to be okay. Uh, Here we go. This also has a theme song as well. This theme song, uh, a new one provided by uh, also a listener and guest, previous guest. Ooh, that sound. Did you hear that sound? Ooh, that sound. The sound that just played you. There's a so, <laughs> it's so good and bad at the same yeah. time. <laughs> that was Jared Hibbs. Jared. <laughs> Jared. I knew I knew my voice, but I was like, who is it? <laughs> there's zero criteria for you submitting a theme song for us. So just so you know, anyone listening out there who would like to. Jared, will, we love you. <laughs> it is up for consideration, for sure. 
all right. So this game is called What's That Sound? Or Did You Hear That Sound? Or whatever we're going to call it now. Uh, this is where I take a sound from the movie and I play it for you and you tell me what's happening on screen while this sound is playing. So your first sound is going to go like this. Okay, feel free to let me uh, have me play it again if you need it. Play it again. It's going to go to you, Megan, first. Mandy's not heard these sounds. If you can't get it, it goes to Mandy. And if Mandy can't get it, it goes to the audience. It sounds like, is that when the, the what's the green guy's name, is eating? Like Slimer? from the tray? No, nope. that is not Slimer eating. Uh, Mandy, you want to take a swing at it? Yeah, it's when the eggs are popping out. I knew you yep. were going to choose yep. that one. That's when the eggs are frying on the countertop. Let's hear it one more time. Oh, uh, yeah. There's a little sizzle going on in the background there. Yeah. Okay. There That's not really one. fair to Megan because when I watch these, like, I'm like, oh. Now you're paying attention I, I'm, to the I'm, I'm like, I bet Matt's going to choose that sound. Yeah, so that's not even fair. All right, here's the second sound. So tell me what's happening when this sound is playing. Tell me what's going on on screen. I'm hoping we stumped Mandy as well on this one too. So, if you want to hear it again, let me know. Yeah. I can or hear if it you again. never want to hear that ever again in your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. I will. That one. Oh, is ahead. that when like the key master is like on the roof or the, the bait master or something? No, nope. no. Nope, nope. I was going to say, I'll give you a little hint though. It is, it is a portion of a clip that we already played just so you know, but, uh, but nope, that was not it. Manny, do you got a, you got a guess? I was going to say when the dog was about to attack Rick. Uh, okay. Nope, nope. I got nope. nothing. All right. All right. So we're going to play that one one more time and that's going to go to the audience. If you guys know what it is. You can message us, email us, do whatever you got to do to get it in here, but let us know what this sound is. All right, good enough. All right, so that <laughs> one, that one's going to go out to the audience. Then we got uh, clip number three. Uh, can you tell me what's happening when this sound uh, plays on screen here? Um, wait, yeah. Um, did you hear? Well, I, 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 all right, one more time. Um, I don't remember that no, at that, all. Okay. all right. That makes sense. I'll tell you that that makes sense for sure. But uh, you want to swing it for the fences or just give it to Mandy and see what happens? Uh, I, I hand it to Mandy. I have no okay. idea. Okay, all right, Mandy, what do you got? Is it at the beginning when he's fucking with that guy and the guy and he tells the guy like, "Are you sure or whatever?" And it's yeah, he's he's about to shock him and he's stammering. Yeah. And he's about to get shocked. Yep, that's the yeah. So just for future, uh, right? Just, Worst part again. of this whole movie because people that torture people are fucked in the head. Yep, this is him. He's like hovering over the little shocky button here. <laughs> yes, I hate it. Um, wait, yeah. Um, <laughs> I. I yeah. Okay. So that was that oh, one. Okay. Right. Like right in the beginning. Yeah. Right. Very beginning. So that's why I said it makes sense if you're just getting settled in and trying to watch this movie. Then yeah, you might skip over uh, some of that beginning stuff. But uh, so yeah, we got two out of the three. So the the last one is still up for grabs for the audience. If you guys want to uh, send in, 
Uh, if somebody gets it, I'll send you something. I'll send you like a po- uh, button and a sticker or something if you if you get the right answer. So yeah, give it a yeah. shot. Send it in. If you, if you just want to guess, then do that. But otherwise, that is the end of uh, What's That Sound? Uh, so I guess we're at final thoughts. What are we doing here? Yeah. Megan, would you watch this movie again? Yeah, actually, I probably would now that I'm an adult. It still kind of was a little scary a little bit because I live in a house that was built in 1854. So like, sure. any weird noises, like, I swear, it's creepy. There are lots of creepy stuff that happens oh, in this house. So. We didn't even ask this question. No, you, we didn't. Do you believe in ghosts? Are, are ghosts a thing? I feel like... I feel like the universe does weird stuff and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to believing that there's some remnants of our spirits within the universe. So I, I guess I probably kind of do that. Believe it possibly is a thing. Okay. I'm, I'm not super religious, but I'm spiritual, I guess I would say. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. So are they, uh, do you think that they're like sentient or are they just kind of there? Like, do you think they know what they're doing or they just exist in the world? And if we happen to bump into them, it was purely by, you know, if um, I go by what's in my house, I feel like there's like different types of presences, and this is okay. going to make me sound completely wacky. <laughs> but like, I swear to God, can spend the night in my house, okay? Sure. So when Francis was born, and I've had this feeling a lot, there is like a female presence that sings. I'm not kidding; it's a little creepy, but and when she she had colic and she'd scream all the time, and that, and you know maybe it's just because I had postpartum or whatever. But sure. this woman was like sing. You could hear, and Sarah could hear it too. You know. And then, like, you just hear, like, a humming, like, a singing. And then it was, like, it wasn't scary, though. Like, this presence was, like, calming oh. and sweet. Now, upstairs, there's somebody who's not scary but just seems really pissed off. Like, just, <laughs> like, irritated that we're there. Like, so it's, like, not mean. Like, not scary. Just, like, ugh. Like a, like a fuck, what are these fuckers doing? Well, that kind of thing, you know? Like, like, like Stu McAllister as a ghost. Like, it's just... <laughs> This is the best thing ever. You gotta just walk around and just constantly apologize for. Like, like, I'm sorry. sorry I'm sorry. Too. I'll be. I'll be done in a minute. Sorry, sorry. man. <laughs> sorry. I won't sell merch as an open micer. Okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I, no. I'm 30 percent sure he'll listen to this. So that's exciting. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, Mandy, do you believe in ghosts? Yeah, I mean, maybe not like everywhere, but there, I mean, there's just been places that have had too many sure. different things that have happened. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, for me, for me, it's very situational. Like if you were to ask me right now, it's a hard no. But if I'm like alone in the woods by myself or something, I'm I would be convinced that there's something out to get me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that anything has like a direct malicious intent. You know what I mean? Like as far as because I feel like if that were the case and it could affect things in that way, that there'd be a lot more like unsolved happenings where yeah. people are just getting like stabbed with some random household product, you know, thing and no one's around. And they were just like, whatever. I don't know. But yeah, if you were to ask me if I was alone in the basement in the dark and all the lights went off in the house or something, then there are all of the ghosts live in my house at that time. Yeah. So uh, what about, uh, what, what about other supernatural? Like what about, uh, what about aliens? Are you guys in for aliens? Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, our universe is so big. I think it's super self-centered to think that there aren't other some sure. sort of sentient beings out there. I mean, we'll never probably meet them or see them because it's just, we don't even know where the universe ends. Right. So it's I that double-edged think- sort of like, it's so humongous, it would be ridiculous to not believe, but it's also so humongous that it would be ridiculous to think that they would care about yeah. what we are. Oh my God. All I hope is that they aren't watching 2020 and like... <laughs> They're not like watching the debates or like all the COVID shit. And they're sure. just like, 
look at these fucking idiots. Like they're they're probably thinking we're horrible yeah, down yeah, here. Yeah. I, we're I, gonna I, put I, them I, out of their misery. So they're gonna say. <laughs> I was reading a book recently about um, dissociative identity disorder, which is like multiple personalities. And the the lady who's like the expert on it thinks that people who feel like they've been abducted by aliens probably have a form of dissociative identity disorder. So like, like psychological, she doesn't believe in alien, you know, abductions, but she thinks these people probably definitely believe it because they have some yeah. sort of identity disorder. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, mean, I guess it gives them something else to blame it on. I mean, if it's you really easy, thought. Yeah, it's easier to think that you got abducted sure. than that you're loopy. Your brain has a completely different personality. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so I guess that's, I mean, that's the end of this yeah. nonsense. Megan, do you have anything you want to plug? Anything in, even if you don't have anything to plug, if do you have anything in real life you want to point people towards, something that's making you happy right now or anything like that? Uh, right now, I mean, all the comedy shows that I'm on are not on. I, sure. am, so I guess, I mean, uh, Motor City Comedy Festival, we're still doing some of the, um, we do like, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, I can't think of the word right now. We do like little talks and lectures during the, um, during the festival that are open to the public. And we're going to, even though we're not doing the festival, we're still going to put those on. So you can okay. sign up for those. And um, I think I'm going to do one on like contracts. So th there's that. So okay. that should be up. So if you watch the page for that, and then um, my social media is Megtastic Meg. Um, okay. <laughs> and otherwise there's not a lot that's, we got a Nintendo switch. It's bringing me some. Yes! There you go. You know? Oh my gosh. I'm so jealous. Like they're so overpriced right now. I want <laughs> one so bad, but like I they're being held cheap nice. like it wasn't cheap it was the actual list price and i just clicked put it in my cart and so got it like oh. i don't know what happened nice. they're like overpriced to like the max right now i'm like you <laughs> fuckers like this is what we need it the most yeah yeah for sure for sure all right uh mandy do you have anything uh you need to plug or anything you want to point people toward no i recently watched uh the boys in the band um okay. i watched that a couple of days ago on netflix it is an all gay cast and all, it is all, not only is it an all gay cast, but the, all the characters are gay as well. Um, and it was very, very, it was like Shakespeare. Like all the dialogue was incredible. It's all dialogue. It, it takes kind of a dark turn halfway through. So just be prepared for that. Like okay. the beginning is very fun. Um, so yeah, I, I really encourage people to watch it. it it's, it's a remake from the seventies. Okay. Um, so yeah. What about you? Very cool. Um, I mean, uh, you can, uh, I would like for people to reach out to us via email at another episode podcast at gmail.com. If we missed anything or if you want to correct anything or just tell us that you think we're awesome. Mostly that part. Just do that. If you would, uh, you can rate us, uh, anywhere that you can rate things. Uh, also I do recommend that you go find us on Instagram at another episode podcast. That's where we post our weekly poster for this week's episode. Uh, we take the real poster for the movie and we change it slightly by adding our guests' faces over top of uh, the characters on the posters. So I'm pretty excited about the Ghostbusters one. We'll see how that works out uh, for this week. Um, but otherwise, I've been watching uh, Frasier for, like yes! for like the last week. I've been watching Frasier. My husband's favorite show. And uh, I'm like three seasons deep right now into it, and I just don't see it at stopping anytime soon. So i uh, been finding a lot of uh, happiness and joy from, from Frasier. That's so. how we named our dog Daphne oh, after fun. Daphne. Yeah. Look at that. Such a um, great show. Otherwise, uh, if everybody's all set, we don't really have any way to end this. We don't mm -hmm. have any way to, to close this off. So we usually just pay, uh, play a clip at the end. 
uh, other, so I stop rambling, essentially. And <laughs> that clip this week is going to sound like this. That's it. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, Megan. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Don't, Thanks, don't forget guys. to vote. Please yes. vote. Vote, vote, vote. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.